Hi, I'm Joan Hogan, welcoming you to the Prairie Doc Radio Program. Dr. Rick Holm, our medical expert, is in the studio, ready to answer your questions. Dr. Holm's specialty is internal medicine. He's worked with the Avira Medical Group Brookings and has served as a clinical professor at the University of South Dakota Sanford School of Medicine. Good morning, Dr. Holm. Good morning, Joan Hogan. Missed you last week, but I had a great show with Dr. Ellsworth. Yeah, I think he's a real uh, deal. He is. He's He's a great guy. Yeah, is it? I lose track of how long someone has been here, but he said he's been here seven years, and he's just established himself as a physician you can trust. He's just a good man. He and his wife just do good things. His oh. wife's involved in so many things in the community. They're just great people. Great good to people. have them in Brookings. Yes, it is. I first met Andrew Ellsworth when uh, Eric was uh, applying, our oldest son, Eric, who's 36 now, uh, was applying. You couldn't have a 36-year-old yeah, son, could yes. you? <laughs> wow. Okay. Who was applying to play to play a part in The Music Man uh, for summer rep. And so uh, he applied and Andrew applied. And so Andrew uh, and Eric were buddies uh, in the children's cast for the, for the Music Man, you know, the kids who oh. were all playing instruments and I think. Eric was I don't know, uh, trombone, clarinet. You know the you know I think Andrew may have had a clarinet. Anyway, that's how I first met him. Okay, I can visualize him. He looks just like he did then, except you know he was a little boy. He hasn't gotten <laughs> much older. No, no. <laughs> he is still looking young. That's interesting. Yeah, it so is. So the two of them were in the orchestra yeah. or the band, mm-hmm. right? Well, good for them. Well, we 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 had another call that just came in. We really appreciate the calls coming in. I have to tell you about last week's show, Dr. Holmes. Okay. You weren't here, but Dr. Ellsworth started the program by talking about healthy alternatives to soda pop. If it's diet or regular soda pop, there was an extensive research study done, and Dr. Ellsworth quoted it. I don't have it in front of me, but basically, if you are a habitual drinker of either sugar-free or sugared soda, your likelihood of um, a long life is shortened. You will have younger, you will be younger when you're hit with different illnesses than had you not drinking it. So that was his study that he reported on. Then he said, so what alternatives do we do? And he talked about good old water. He thinks water is the best choice. So then we had a long discussion on water and we had calls come in and do you think that it's safe to drink Brookings city water and he said of course it is and that's what i never understand people with all these plastic bottles dr ellsworth agreed he thinks the plastic bottles probably aren't good either we should go with city water yes so we had all that going and we had one woman call in and said i think the salt content in brookings water is too high well we didn't have an answer for her so i said i assure you this week i will find out what the content of brookings water is so I have the 2018 water quality report of the Brookings water. And actually, there is no sodium listed at all, no salt content. They list copper and lead, which are two substances you really don't want in your water. Mm-hmm. They're in very extremely small quantities. Um, like the highest level allowed is 1.3 to be safe, and ours is 0.2. So we're very safe. The reason we have lead or copper is old pipes. 
that's that that but it's a very small quantity right and then the other things that are in water are fluoride which is good we want fluoride there's some acids again everything is below anything that would be troublesome except the fluoride is at a level that's supportive no and i asked then a gentleman who did who works on the water company i really did my research he said i'm wondering if this woman isn't by mistake drinking soft water Soft water will, will taste have salt like salt. Yeah. But he said, our water does not taste like salt. If she's tasting salt, there is something wrong. So yeah. there we are. We have great water in Brookings, South Dakota. Go ahead and drink it. You know, it's, um, uh, the SDSU has in, uh, water engineering as one of, the, one of their, their whole deal. Part of it is sewer water, but uh, an SDSU engineer... Uh, master's in engineer Arden Wallam was a buddy of mine growing up. We played football together from D. Smith. Oh, another D. Smith boy. Mm-hmm. God love them all. And okay. he's out in, um, he's the headwater engineer in uh, Eastern California. Uh, that would not be an easy job. No. That a- water a- is can be a crisis gold. in different areas in California. It is a crisis there. Uh, and he can't tell you how many lawsuits and fighting that goes on and people want, you know, their this and that. Um, and it's been uh, an interesting thing to see him uh, now at 70 years of age, uh, not wanting to retire because he's got a corner office. You know, when <laughs> he likes where he is. He, moved he likes up. it and he loves it because he, he's just in a big battle. But his point about uh, water, as as we were We've interacted through the years and gone on vacations together. Uh, his uh, major point was that um, sometimes water's really good. And even when the water is really good, people will sell you filters of all kinds uh, that are unnecessary. I mean, you don't need filters. Um, uh, it's as good as you're gonna, gonna get. And uh, uh, we have that water here. We have uh, access to uh, a very clean water table, uh, and uh, the underground aquifer is, is fabulous. Is fabulous in, in Brookings County, and the blessing of this area, uh, almost too good right now. You know, we've got we've just <laughs> never say too good. We're happy. We're, we're happy about water. it. But oh, we mean too much water. Yes, the whole county. Too much, is too water. much water. Everybody right. is wet. But the point is, we have a beautiful aquifer, and uh, we're very very fortunate. And and people from throughout the country look at us and say, you lucky duck. We are lucky. Now, we had, that took care of last week's call on water, but of course, we start this week with another gentleman, I think it's a gentleman just called in, um, and he's in his 60s, and he said, you talked about water last week, so tell me this, I like to drink Mayo, M-I-O, every day. He said, are there things in waters like Mayo as bad or worse for you? I don't know what Mayo is. I don't either. We can't answer Uh, it. All I can say is that Consumers Report this week, and I haven't read the article yet, came out with, is uh, bottled water safe? And the and it's all the plastic, you know, the plastic. The plastic bottles. might leach into your water. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and how long does it stay in there, and how safe is it sitting in all of that plastic? And then when you're done with it, you throw the bottle away. <laughs> Absolutely. Or, well, it ends up in our oceans. So I mean, you know, uh, some would say glass, because that's basically melted sand, that will go back to the earth, without a lot of problem. 
glass is a good space. Uh, the, the problem is people are not, um, you know, the recyclers aren't taking uh, uh, glass Well, the back. other thing you can do is just purchase a plastic, but a plastic with no pH, whatever the letters are. There's right. something that's, if you, it doesn't have this in it, so it's a safe plastic, it won't bleach into the water. Right. Buy yourself a, d- a disposable one and use your Brookings County water. I, right? I really think it's just, they've got us going paying a buck and a half for for, for nothing it, it doesn't cost them anything they yeah. go to a tap and fill yeah. it up right and That's uh it. you know what what the heck is that well it's just that well this gentleman with his myo water mio did say that it has red 40 blue one and sucralose in it so those are things you probably don't need you could just drink water well, it, it probably has some coloring in it. Yeah, coloring. And sucralose, is that a form of a artificial sugar? sugar? Yeah. And no, it's not, it's not artificial. Oh, it's real sugar. Okay. Uh, well. So I, my thought is probably not harmful. And, you know, to, uh, I, I'm not thinking that it's the end of the world to drink uh, a, a bottled water from a plastic thing. But I'm, I'm just thinking to my own self. You know, I, I I owe it to my children, my grandchildren, my great grandchildren, my great 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 great. You know that that whole uh, I, idea of uh, thinking about the future for our human population. Uh, let's try to do a better job. I think it's uh, and that's a medical issue. I think it truly is. And with that note, we are going to go to our first break. We hope uh, we we plan to address any concern you might have following these words from Avera Medical Group Brookings. The Avera Medical Group Brookings wants you to know the benefits of breastfeeding. Did you know that breast milk has ideal nutrients for babies, contains important antibodies to fight viruses and bacteria, may reduce disease risk, promotes a healthy weight, and has positive effects on long-term brain development? Talk with your provider about the benefits of breastfeeding. Rabies is a virus. Radio Rick Holm is here with me this morning. We, I think, have finished our discussion on water. Uh, yeah, and you know, people say you got to have a lot of water every day to stay hydrated and so on and so forth. I think we've overpushed that as well. On the other hand, uh, when we're thirsty, we should get water. Uh, and so I just, that's enough on that. But, okay. Uh, I did have a nephrologist, a kidney specialist, who said, you know, Whoever is doing that, they're saying, oh, this will bring wellness and so on and so forth. And that's the major problem in the world that we're not drinking enough water. And the answer is, if you've had a stroke and your brain is not telling you that you're thirsty, we need to encourage drinking in that group in particular. But most of us have intact brains that tell us when we're thirsty. We concentrate our, our urine and hold on to water when we're crawling across the desert or going too long without getting water. Our body adjusts. It's an amazing thing. When we don't get enough vitamin uh, uh, C, our body holds on to every little ascorbic acid that we can hold on to. And, and when, you, when, you get, when you're taking daily huge doses of vitamin C that acidifies your urine and may prevent urinary tract infections, but that's another thing, <laughs> um, your body get, doesn't work hard to save the vitamin C, and people stop taking the vitamin C, you have withdrawal scurvy until your body turns around and starts absorbing vitamin C again. So the the thing we don't credit, uh, give the credit where credit's due is our 
body is this fantastic adjustable homeostatic which means balancing uh, programmed uh, system that is uh, marvelous in how it it takes care of us it truly is truly is I wanted to mention what's happening um, this Sunday at uh, 1030 at the Presbyterian Church uh, they invited me to, to give the sermon I've, they I've did. Thought, yeah, I thought that it was an indication how desperate they were <laughs> <laughs> and are. Uh, uh, I, I think, think they're, so. they're, they are between ministers, and they're filling in, and someone asked if I would uh, ser- uh, serve a sermon. Well, I couldn't pass it up. You know, I've, I've kind of, I've, Rick, I'm, have you ever passed up a chance to talk? Come no, on, be no, serious about it. You love to talk, so and I'm really happy they invited you, and I yeah. know you'll do a wonderful job. And we're going to um, bring the Hopeful Spirit Corral in. Oh, uh, that'd be great. So uh, last night we sang for two people in the hospital, and we had 22 singers, and it just—it was just awesome, just so much fun. I mean, what a joy to to uh, be a part of uh, people who sing a cappella, you know, without no musical accompaniment. They no just accompaniment. sing and love it. We just sing four-part harmony, and we blend. So that's the joy of it all. Um, and then, be, and the other thing is, I'm getting ready for a talk that I'm going to give in Orlando in November, um, and with Ginger, Ginger Thompson's help, I've got my um, my uh, slide presentation ready, and uh, we'll get her in uh, on the nick of time. I'm going to give a little pre-quiz, after-quiz, and uh, then the presentation. And that presentation in Orlando will be before a group of physicians. Or what Physicians, is it for? hospice nurses, it's, it's the National Hospice and Palliative Care Association. And uh, so it's a national meeting. You better bring some copies of your book with you. I, I just happen to be planning that. Oh, that's a good <laughs> idea because if it's a national hospice group, yeah. they, will, they the, will snatch up your book. No well, question I'm, about I'm it. I'm going to promote it lightly during that talk. With you should. And I'll promote it heavily right now. The name of the book is Life's Final Season, A Guide for Aging and Dying with Grace, written by our own Richard P. Holm, M.D., and it is available in Brookings, right? Right. It's available at the antique store. Uh, it is available at Rich's uh, uh, used bookstore on Main. It's available at the hospital gift store and at uh, uh, the... Uh, You're going to forget one of them, huh? Yeah, I'm That's gonna, all right. I've forgotten. You'll think uh, of it. But at, at least we know it's available in Brookings. And um, you, you, if you don't have a copy, I really think you'd enjoy having it. I really do. Well, read it's chapter four first. Four first. Okay. Chapter I'll have to go four. back and reread chapter four now. <laughs> What's in four, huh? Well, look, you've got it right in front I of got you. It in front I've of got me, it's so interesting. You've got the hard version, well, the yes. hard, uh, the um, what do you, hard cover. Hard version of this, and I gave a copy to my six siblings for Christmas, and they all really appreciated. it. I said, not that I think you're all near dying, but it's a <laughs> it's a story, uh, life's final season, or how to live and enjoy your life, and we're going to chapter four, which is. The Fountain of Giving, Valuing Yourself Too. Oh, I like that. That's chapter four. You know, it, it has to, I think uh, we, we're we hard on ourselves and we're hard on others. Uh, I think it goes in that order too. Uh, and there's something about realizing and appreciating your own self enough where you it, the water starts spilling out of your b- own barrel 
It has so to be So you can filled. appreciate others. You have to right? fill your own barrel first before you can dip in and help uh, water the, um, the people around you. So, so I, you I really think uh, uh, there's a point in your life, but it takes a while to get where you realize the wisdom of the uh, value that it isn't all about me and, uh, and that uh, meaning comes wi- with, with giving. And if you do appreciate yourself, you can appreciate people even more. There's really, there, you really have to have self-awareness and, and trust yourself. Right. Uh, you know, it, it's an interesting thing. Days when I have found myself low on me, I, I find myself looking at myself, thinking about me, me, me. And so um, I think there is this thing about realizing if I'm going to value others, I, I really need to start with valuing me. Uh, and that sounds selfish, but I, I do think that if we could realize the, the, the um, holiness of our own self and the, the wonderful body we've been given uh, and um, uh, the physical things that it, it can do, particularly when you're young, you don't appreciate. You no, don't, you, don't. you don't. You beat up your body when oh, you're young. You it's think invincible. you'll have it forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, what you're saying really will help anyone who's listening who may be in that fall syndrome of anxiety or depression, which just does seem sad the season what does sad stand for seasonal affective disorder that's it it's coming but uh when that hits just start thinking about valuing yourself as well as others and don't be so self-critical you know uh the uh they are saying that there is an epidemic of not only the uh opioid overdosing killing seventy thousand people just horrible a year but there is also an epidemic of suicide and uh, the, the people who are uh, in the know that, and are writing about this say that it is a sign of a spiritual uh, deficiency in our country at this time. And, uh, I, you know, I call for uh, opening up your heart to the spirit that's in, the, in others around you and the spirit within yourself uh, because it's real. There is something about our consciousness that we don't understand. We, we, all the scientists in the world have not been able to figure why we're awake and alert and realize, uh, huh, I'm, I'm here. And the most uh, important thing that uh, we can do with all of that spirit is to listen. Uh, so, uh, anyway, enough of that. Enough of that. <laughs> tomorrow so, night. Let's talk about tomorrow night. We will, show. but why don't we take a break first? Oh, okay. And we, we will take our second break. We hope you enjoy these words from Avira Medical Group Brookings. And following them, we will discuss tomorrow night's television program. Rabies is a virus that infects wildlife, especially bats, raccoons, skunks, and foxes in the U.S., It can spread to people and pets when they are bitten or scratched, causing fever, agitation, and death. Rabies is 100% preventable with post-exposure prophylaxis that includes rabies vaccine and medications to fight infection, as long as people get the prophylactic medication before the symptom starts. Understanding the risk of rabies and knowing what to do after contact with wildlife can save lives. If you have contact with a wild animal, talk with your primary care provider immediately so that post-prophylactic medication can be started as needed. 
This is brought to you by the Vera Medical Group, Brookings, 697-9500. No question. Hi, welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. Happy to have you listening today. We appreciate the calls that come in. We do have one more call, but we'll get to it after this because first, we want to talk about tomorrow night on call with the Prairie Doc on October 10th, tomorrow night, it is live. The host will be Rick Holm, and he will have two physicians with him. One and, physician. Oh, one physician and, and a one. hospital administrator. There you go. And you're going to discuss. Tell us what you'll be discussing. Well, we're going we're gonna, to uh, jump into the cost of health care. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, I had uh, uh, one, of the, one of the world's uh, experts in uh, cost of health care Dr. Tom Dean from Westington Springs, who is on this national commission. It's uh, called the MedPAC that is uh, advisor to the, to the legislature and to the president about cost of health care and so on and so forth. Anyway, he was on that for, what, six, eight years, and uh, he's just a bundle of in, uh, intellect. Well, he, he couldn't be on the show this year. But he so wrote the essay. He so, wrote the essay that was just in the Brookings Register. Yeah, I right. said, here's an opportunity. Why don't you do the essay, Tom? And he said, great. And he wrote a 1,200-word essay. It's and excellent. I said, no, no, 400 words, Tom. <laughs> 400 oh, words. That was hard on him. So, oh, and he just struggled and, you know. Uh, it's not easy. You want to get your point across in oh, 400 words. That's oh. not He did a great job. It, it was, was a good a, essay, wasn't it? Was it was excellent. Wow. It just was. Uh, and we were going to have the CEO of Avera as the major guest uh and then he said i'd like to have another person with me and uh it he invited david basil who is a uh, medpeds expert physician uh who is the vice president of Vera medical group quality so he's a quality officer well there was a funeral oh. that had to occur on friday and uh, so the CEO of Avera had to go to a funeral. And I mean, you can't blame him for that. No. I mean, it was a dear friend of his. It was yes. in Westington Springs at, right at our wrong time. So we have Doug Eckern, who is the president and CEO of Avera Sacred Heart Hospital. That's in Yankton, right? Yes. Yes. So you have one from Sioux Falls, one from Yankton. Both of them are very well aware of the high cost of medicine and discussing it. All of us are well aware of the high cost of medicine. It's a frightening subject. It, you know, um, it's, it's terrible. If you look at the cost of health care in the United States, it's 17% of our gross national product. It, if, if you took, uh, if you, they say that there's 25 to 35% of, of the cost is pure waste, is waste. If you took 5% of that waste, you could pay for Medicare and Medicaid itself alone. <laughs> You know, it's just unbelievable, the cost of health care across the nation. And, you know, I'm part of it because the, the, my uh, Medicare and insurance has paid an arm and a leg for me to, to stay alive. The medicine that I'm taking right now is $15,000 a month. And uh, the, um, uh, they, the insurance said, okay, we'll pay. But the copay is only 2000 a month for me. I have to pay 2000 a month. 
<laughs> Which is still a lot of money. Well, and that's a lot be, of money, I mean, but it's not fifteen thousand. Yeah, but it's still two, who can but afford two thousand? Well, I've you I've, can, but I've many lived people my whole can't. life and saved a lot of money for yeah. for retirement, which. I'm not going to get, probably. And the problem is, when we see these prices, we think, well, that's life, until you look at the same treatment in England, and the price is maybe $1,000 total. Yes. So it just it doesn't it, make sense, the price difference. One thing that Tom Dean said in his article is, because of all that's happening with medicine, there's so many regulations now that we're spending far too much money on paperwork. Yeah, ma- making you know, sure that we making follow, sure follow that everybody's following the regulations. Oh. So you're adding another level of cost. The and cost is unbelievable. The, you know the big cost of that regulation stuff. Not to say that we don't need to have some regulation. You do, but the cost of the regulation is that you spend all your darn time on that computer, and uh, well, as a physician, you have to make sure you're following all the regulations. And so the patients are cheated out of time. They are. Yeah. So anyway, I, I, you know, it's, it might be an interesting show, uh, you know, uh, and I thank Avera and Lindsay, you know, Lindsay Myers is the person who, right. who has helped line up the show. Well, Lindsay used to be the, the host of the show when we started, years one, two, I'm three, I'm not and sure four. how many people remember that, but Lindsay was a student at State working on a master's, and she was your first host, and then they And then they hired her away from me. Yeah, she went to Avera. <laughs> she's done a great job there. She really has. She really she's been has. Good. Well, if you want to hear this discussion from some people who are truly in the know of the cost of medicine today, be sure to catch tomorrow night's program, 7 o'clock, South Dakota Public Television. Right. Appreciate that. I do have one call that came in, and we don't want to ignore it. The woman would like to know, can a person use milk of magnesia daily for constipation? Is there a harm in using it daily? Milk of magnesium. No. No harm. Let, let me put it this way. Uh, there are osmotic uh, laxatives, and there are, um, uh, there are stimulant laxatives. Uh, and milk of magnesia, by the way, is, of course, uh, an agent that counters acidity and helps soothe the stomach. It is... Uh, it has a uh, heavy metal in it, but it's all glommed up in a chemical uh, com- configuration that doesn't absorb the uh, the, the drug. Um, if you it has it, if you go with um, uh, Xlax or Correctol or uh, uh, some of the others, many of the other stimulant laxatives, uh, you will find that it. Uh, it'll work for a while, and then it has tachyphylaxis. In other words, you, it it loses its effect, like heroin, and you got to go to a higher dose, and then you got to go to a higher dose, and then you've got to go to a higher dose for the stimulants, and then you stop them, and you have withdrawal constipation. If you take them every day, the same, you know, the Correctol or the Xlax or the Senna. Senna is the big one right now. If you take Senna every day, then you know it works right away, and then it works less, and then it it's less like you aren't taking it. Except if you stop it, then you have withdrawal constipation. So what are the osmotic? How, what is osmotic? Is that, you're saying milk of magnesia is It draws fluid into the colon, and that brings it, it brings it out. It takes care of the problem. Stimulant laxatives don't bring water into the colon. 
So the coal and needs water, I think, is the, the answer. Many we're of us back get, on water. We're back on water again. <laughs> you're, you're right. But so what are good osmotic? Uh, well, Miralax or, the, uh, or its generic co- uh, uh, com- uh, similar drug next to it. So go get, find the Miralax, go to the generic version that's half price next to it. The other major uh, osmotic uh, laxative is stool softener. You don't want to buy the stool softener with Senna <laughs> because you're getting the stimulant. So forget that one. But stool softener, one to three once or maybe even twice a day if, you, if uh, Miralax is not enough. And if you're using that much stool softener on Miralax, that would make a rock have a bowel movement i mean i'm telling <laughs> okay. you that really does work but now she's not using either one of those she's using milk of magnesia and milk of magnesia works Would, as an osmotic laxative okay. as well so if she's using it every day it is safe it is it safe. is okay but please the others that are stimulant do not use right every day now an interesting malox is a combination of milk of magnesia and aluminum hydroxide another heavy metal that's combined and that constipates with the milk of magnesia which loosens you which gives you supposedly a balance. Okay. But so you, when you take a lot of Maalox in the old days, that was a thing to do. Are we running out? Of, you're giving me a running well, out of time. We're due side. to take a quick break, and okay. we'll take that and be right back. August is National Immunization Awareness Month. Here are just a few ideas of how you can promote immunizations. Talk with your friends and family members about how vaccines aren't just for kids. Shots can protect people of all ages from serious diseases. Encourage people in your community to get the flu vaccine every year. Invite a doctor or nurse to speak to parents about why it's important for kids to get vaccinated. If you have questions about immunizations, talk with your provider at the Avera Medical Group Brookings, 697-9500. today. I did take that break and maybe we shouldn't have because we're really short on time, Dr. Holm. But how would you like to conclude today's show? I think it's an important thing to realize that um, no matter what religion, you can always go to the Presbyterian Church at 1030 on Sunday. (laughs) Sorry. 1030, Sunday uh, morning. uh, Thanks for for your support on the book and uh, just important to stay stay healthy out there, people. Uh, Thanks for help. Bob and Joan. be sure to and don't forget to exercise.